Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along on this Saturday morning. And I see here in the chat that a lot of people come are on this from Minneapolis and that evidently they've had some bad weather in the United States this week we, or yesterday, last night. We pray for those who had uh, the tornadoes and so forth. It's been a crazy week, has it not? And it's important that we remember certain things in light of a crazy week. We start off on Monday, and there's a terrible, horrendous school shooting in which a trans shooter, uh, evidently, we don't know yet, they've not released the manifesto, the information they have. They still are holding that not available to the public. But from all we can tell, there is anger and resentment over a bill that forbid doctors from mutilating children under the age of 18 in a country you can't even pierce your ears without parental consent. You're not allowed to get tattoos under 18 without parental consent in most states. And uh, and allowing people to change their gender, to get body-mutilating surgeries and take hormones blockers and puberty blockers and hormones that will forever change their life. And simply to say you can't do that till you're age 18. And the outrage over that, uh, the insurrection that was in the Capitol there, Tennessee, this week, the taking over of the house by a mob, all this crazy stuff and the shooting that happened on Monday, and then turning that around. It wasn't 24 hours. The bodies weren't even buried yet before they're saying the trans people are the victims and the Christians, the people who were shot and killed, there's the bad people. They're the ones who, who are the trans people, as the White House says, are the ones being targeted. What a term to use within a day or two after these children were shot. And then, we, of course, we saw our president, our former president being arrested on or being indicted and will be arrested on Tuesday over what appear to be, lest we know something, they know something we don't, pretty spurious charges, pretty made-up charges. It's just not the type of things we do in our country. And yet we know that with this particular president, with Donald Trump, there has been a movement to convict him. It's been the stalinist idea, show me the man, I'll find you the crime. Even our own, even Nancy Pelosi, the most powerful woman in American politics, what did she say the day after he's arrested? Uh, he'll have a chance to prove his innocence in court. No, that's not how it works. In America, you're innocent until proven guilty. It's the other way around. The government's going to have to prove his guilt, not you have to prove your innocence. And it just expl- it shows the mentality here of hatred for this man. We're going to find something to put him in jail. We're going to stop him. We can't stop him for the, the people like him. The people are voting for him, but we're going to stop we're going to stop him by other means. This is just not the way our country's supposed to run. And things have changed this very week. Things have changed. And um, and it's it's easy to lose perspective. It's easy to become so upset and so disturbed by what's happening in our country that we 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 become preoccupied with it. And so I want to just share with you today five things that I think can help us keep perspective and not kind of lose that perspective. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one, remember you're the salt of the earth and the light of the world, not them. It's you. It's you, my friend. 
You are the ones God has chosen to make a difference in this world. It might seem like the other side's having a bigger difference, but you are the one God has chosen to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. If the world gets darker, it just means we have opportunity to shine brighter. We live in a dark, dark, we, we live in a time that's becoming darker and darker. We're seeing our country, our culture change before our eyes. There was a poll out this week that talked about how with most people, uh, the uh, incredible drop in the people's understanding the importance of religion, of patriotism, of hard work, of having children, having family. And the only thing that had gone up in this poll was they want people wanted more money. And indeed, the, the, these are cultural indicators that our country is becoming darker, our culture is becoming darker. It's losing the values of, of Christian values, to be honest. And as that happens, it gives us opportunity to shine brightly. We believe that in the long run, what we, how we live as followers of Jesus Christ, it's good, it's right, it's beneficial. It will be the life of blessing. Sometimes it requires shorter-term suffering. But remember, the darker the world, the darker the world around us, the brighter you have an opportunity to shine. And I want to encourage you, make sure you remember to be shining. Be in Philippians 2, it says, Do all things without grumbling and disputing, so you may prove yourselves lights in the midst of a dark world. And so do our best to maintain an attitude of faith, encouragement, and joy in the midst of, of some pretty disturbing activities and, and news. That leads to the second thing. Remember the serenity prayer. If you want to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth, this is a good prayer to pray. Father, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Again, we, we talk in our house here about how easy it is to get worked up about things we can't change. I can't change Joe Biden. I can't change his commitment to the trans agenda. I can't change his, his lack of concern for injustice. His evidently, his joking, kind of, shall we say, joking about the school shooting, but then coming out and saying it's the trans people who are really, we got to watch out for them. We got to watch out for them because they're the ones being targeted. I can't change him. He's, he's, he is who he is. And he happens to have a lot of power right now. I can't change a lot of people, but I can change me and I can have an influence. I can be salt. I can be light in my own family. And indeed, in the long run, that's what we cannot neglect. Don't neglect the people right in your sphere. Don't neglect the people in your small group, in your church, in your family, your children, your grandchildren. These are people that you can be talking with, encouraging. Don't lose heart with them. Indeed, if, you're, if you get to be my age, it's those children and grandchildren. They're going to have a tougher struggle. They're the ones who are going to need to be encouraged. They're the ones that are going to need wisdom. They're the ones who are going to need to be strong. They're the ones that are going to need faith and love, and a sound foundation in the Word of God. Remember to have a difference where you can. There are people around you who are probably just as concerned and upset and discouraged and, and confused as you are. 
be a source of encouragement to them. Be a source of life. Share these things that I'm sharing with you today. Share those things with them and help lift their spirits. Encourage them to come and listen in each day here as we get into the Word of God. This is what can give us strength in times that are troubling and difficult. Third thing I want to remind you of, and that's this. Jesus is exalted. Scripture tells us that his name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord to the praise and glory of God the Father. We read that he's been given a name above all names. We read that he is seated above all authority, power, and dominion, and every name that is named. Jesus Christ is Lord. He is on the throne. As we see the world rebelling against him, and remember, he is the king of kings. He is to, he is, he is to be Joe Biden's king. He's to be the king over our senators and our and our and our congressmen and our judges and and over our over Hollywood and over the business world and over you and over me. Jesus is the king. And maybe the only place that's remembered these days is in your life and your family and hopefully your church that Jesus is king and he's exalted and we live in light of that. And if the world hates us, then the world hates us. If the world's against us, then the world's against us. It doesn't matter. He's the king. All that matters, are we right with him? Will we stand with him? Will we stand for him? Because ultimately, ultimately, uh, he's going to prevail. The gate, as he said in Matthew 16, the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. And they won't. There may be temporary victories that the, the world has. There may be temporary times it looks like they have the upper hand. But ultimately, he's the Lord. Ultimately, every person who's now cursing the name of Jesus, every person that's rejecting and rebelling, they will bow. You and I do it now willingly, gladly, joyfully, because we know he is exalted and he is God. And we have power in his name. Never forget that. We are his ambassadors, his emissaries, his disciples, his followers. He sent us out. He sent his disciples out to preach and have power over the demonic forces of this world. You and I have that power. Exercise it in your prayers. Exercise it in your in your speaking. Exercise it in your decision making and in your bold confidence. Never forget Jesus is Lord. And that leads to this one. Don't forget that tomorrow begins Holy Week. This is our week, folks. I say it every year and I believe it. This is our week. Tomorrow we remember Palm Sunday when Jesus rode into Jerusalem and they shout, Hosanna, God send us a Savior. Hosanna was a political statement. God send us a Savior, send us a King, deliver us from the oppression of these Romans. And it was to be found in Jesus. Now, he came and the deliverance he gave was bringing was a little bit different than what they had in mind, but he brought it. And indeed, one thing they didn't realize, or they weren't thinking about, was Palm Sunday, when Jesus rode in Jerusalem, was also what's called Lamb Selection Sunday, in which they would select the lambs, which would be offered later in the week during Passover. And of course, Jesus was presenting himself as the Lamb of God, who take away the sins of the world. This week, don't let the events of the world cause you to lose sight of Palm Sunday, Thursday when he introduced the Last Supper, Friday, Good Friday when he died for our sins, 
and Resurrection Sunday when he rose from the dead. This is our week, folks. The world will be talking about this. Let, let the reality, the week that changed the world, let that be on your mind this week, okay? And then finally, remember this, never, never, never quit. There have been darker times. There have been much darker times in the history of our country and the history of the world. And what I have found, it's those people who don't quit who prevail. And so let's us not quit. We have reason to go on. It says in 1 Corinthians 15, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. And so we never, never, never give up. We never, never, never quit. It, you might feel like it. You might say, I can't go on. You might say, I'm just, just tired of the battle. Folks, we're in the battle. We don't have the option of quitting it, okay? We don't have the option of quitting. Let's stay the light of the world. Let's stay proclaiming Christ. Let's stay discipleship. Let's, stay, let's make a difference where we can. Let's continue to win people to Christ, to speak the truth, to build disciples, to be the people of God and make a difference. Amen? Father in heaven, we bless you today. And how we pray for these, we pray and thank you that Jesus is on the throne, seated above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every name that is named, so that the name of Jesus every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Help us not forget that, Lord, that there may be a rebellion now, and there, that those who reject his authority and go their way and, and, and call evil good and good evil, and who want to dis- bring destruction and misery and the destruction that comes from having forsaken the Lord. And some of these people are in places of great power. Help us, Lord, to never forget they too will bow to you. We pray for their repentance here on earth. We pray that that they wouldn't wait until the judgment day to bow when it would be too late for them to find redemption. We pray for this, Father. We pray for the gospel to sweep through our country. We pray for boldness, wisdom, courage, love, faith in our own lives. We pray, Lord, you'd give us the grace to never lose faith, to never lose heart, to never give up, to never quit. We are called to fight the Lord's battles. And we thank you, Lord, even in times that are confusing and discouraging, you will prevail. We bless you. We want to do that this day and this week. And we thank you that for this week where we celebrate the week that changed the world. The Son of God gave His life for our sins, died, and rose again. We praise you and bless you. We pray, Father, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. All right, folks, those are marching orders. Be encouraged today. If you're here new today, welcome. I'm glad you're with us. I hope you'll join us every day. We come here live, 8.30 a.m., but you can watch anytime through the day. And also, you can listen on the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Love you guys. So glad to have you along. So glad to be with you each day. I pray you'll be strong until we meet tomorrow. God bless you. I love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.